Okay, let's get it. Locked on LSU, your team every day. I'm Matt Moscona, ESPN Radio, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, CST, and right here for the Locked on LSU podcast. It is Tuesday, March 17th of 2020. Amid the coronavirus outbreak, it, admittedly, everybody's schedules are a little busy um, in, in our industry, so I I will do my dead-level best to get you this podcast every single day, but candidly, some days it might be really really difficult, uh, like yesterday was. But uh, what we did find out is that Scott Woodward met with the media to update pretty much everything involving LSU sports and wanted to delve into that here on today's podcast, talk about some of the uh, former LSU Tigers in free agency cashing in big. But first, we discuss LSU's athletics director meeting with the media. LSU's athletics director today met with the media via teleconference. And this was probably easier because everybody was going to want to talk to Scott Woodward and has wanted to talk to Scott Woodward all throughout all of this. And so he said, let's just do it all assembled in one place at one time and knocked it out. And maybe the most interesting thing that Scott Woodward said is that, and this is indicative of what's happening, it's that the focus right now is no longer on the spring sports, which tells you any remote possibility of them returning is likely null. That's going to be the focus going forward is you know what we do for our fall sports because obviously uh, the championships for our spring sports are are concluded so it is going to be how do we get up and prepare for our fall sports and that is in flux and that is being discussed both at the NCAA and the SEC level so it's it's not about spring it's about let's get ready for fall and clearly that means LSU football which we'll get into here in a second uh Scott Woodward was asked if spring ball if spring football practice would resume eventually yeah that's way too speculative my my worry it personally and my concern is is that we get ready for the fall season and uh we'll deal with how we did spring or what we did with spring um uh, that's kind of in our rearview mirror but uh, we'll worry about how we prepare for the fall sports uh, at the appropriate time, whether that's allowing more practices or doing things differently by sport. Uh, but that that's to be determined. One of the questions people have about spring practices that put you at a competitive disadvantage, well, it is important to note that if spring practice does not return, that every program has that same competitive disadvantage. Now, some teams were actually finished with spring football. Oddly enough, because LSU season went later, they they started. Well, they started about when they normally do, but some had already finished. Alabama had yet to begin. LSU got three practices in, um, so that's going to vary. But by and large, all of college football is going to deal with that same competitive disadvantage of not having had spring football. So in many respects, it's still a level playing field. It's, it's disappointing, but if it doesn't return, then... I don't know that anyone has a huge advantage over the other. Now, Scott Woodward was also asked about the decision to cancel the College World Series and the Women's College World Series, and if he felt that were premature. Uh, you know, what you'll know and what you'll see is uh, is that uh, everyone's doing their best and doing an incredible job of, of uh, in these difficult times of making decisions at the time uh, uh, of, of that decision. And I can assure you right now that, you know, from my standpoint and from the league standpoint, that we're always going to err on the side of overreaction instead of underreaction because we're dealing with life and death. And so the, the speculator to look what was decided then or there or what took place on Wednesday versus Tuesday or Monday is, is 
a game of folly in my observation. So Woodward, a game of folly, speculative, all you heard there. Um, certainly what happened last week and into this weekend because there was such a dramatic reaction with, which started with the NBA suspending its season. And once that happened, every domino fell. Uh, but it is important to note that the N- NBA suspended its season. It did not cancel. It suspended uh, the NCAA's decision to cancel. And then, you know, the the spring sports, all of that which followed, I think caused a general reaction from people that um, that, was it, that was intense. And not everybody handled that news the same. But the SEC at least has kept the door open to this point of college baseball returning and possibly having the SEC baseball tournament. Of course, the NCAA championships won't happen. But with the SEC moving that March 30th date to April 15th and nothing else, it left open the possibility of returning at some point, if it were two weeks or four weeks or six weeks, and then resuming play at that point, and then maybe having a postponed or delayed uh, SEC baseball tournament. Remember, baseball and softball extend into the summer beyond the spring semester. So there is some reason to think, well, what's another week or two weeks or three weeks if it if it if that's what it meant to play a more full schedule. But Scott Woodward today essentially nipped that in the bud, that any thoughts that we all had of the SEC baseball tournament happening this year, it's just not going to happen. As of Friday, the SEC office told me that they hadn't actually canceled the SEC baseball tournament. Is that still the case? You can you can rest assured it'll be canceled, Clint, and they'll have an announcement probably tomorrow. So uh, expect the SEC baseball tournament uh, to be canceled, which means um, college baseball will not return. Softball will not return. Um, the next time, theoretically, we'd have live sports is whenever the NBA elects to return. Major League Baseball which has pushed its opening day back at least until May. And then uh, here's hoping that by the time the fall uh, tr- arrives, college football and the NFL, that we're back to some semblance assembl- of normalcy and that they can start on time. Um, which also means, uh, key play 14, please. Woodward was asked about uh, the, the LSU spring game. Uh, here again, everyone, use common sense. We're not going to be practicing until April 15th and scheduled for April 18th. Do you see us get playing a game? So the answer here again is no. Uh, but well, you will see formal. After. You will see formal was... clarifications coming from the uh, conference. So again, Scott Woodward uh, via teleconference today. Uh, you're expecting cancellations on what had previously been postponed, but uh, with so many more announcements of cancellations and all that's happening. Uh, recommendations from the CDC, which we saw earlier this afternoon, uh, another eight weeks worth of um, of uh, social distancing. It, it stands to reason that all of this would be delayed in, into the summer when hopefully the weather warms up and everyone starts feeling better. And that's typically when you see cold flu season end, when the weather gets warmer, obviously. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. 
Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You know, I can assure you that we're going to be fair uh, uh, in how we treat our fans as far as ticket refunds go. That's being formulated and that's coming forward. We're going to, we're going to do so. But uh, just bear with us is, is what I want to tell the public as far as timing goes because a lot of things are being interrupted right now, and there's a lot of people doing a lot of different things. But uh, for, the, for the seasons that have been canceled, we will refund your tickets. Scott Woodward earlier today via teleconference meeting with the media trying to answer as many questions as possible as people have. So uh, if you missed the first segment of the show, if you're just jumping aboard with us, uh, focus has moved from spring to fall. Uh, we're uh, expecting word from the SEC that the baseball tournament will be canceled. A spring game out at LSU is not likely to happen this year if spring practice resumes at all. And uh, most of the focus is making sure that everything and all systems are a go for football season. And I think everyone understands why that that needs to be a heightened priority right now. But Scott Woodward did say there, as you heard him, that all tickets will be refunded. Just bear with him. If you're a ticket holder, they'll get you the info on how that can happen. Uh, One of the other big topics has been athlete eligibility. And Scott Woodward was asked about coaches' pay and bonuses and all that sort of stuff. And it sort of... the, the conversation sort of morphed from there. We haven't, and frankly, our coaches hadn't even brought it up. Uh, it's not uh, their concern right now. Their concern here, again, is the safety and health uh, and welfare of our student-athletes. Uh, you know, on that front, as far as eligibility goes, and I know that question will be coming, is that we're working to gain uh, eligibility back for our students participating in spring sports and then for the uh, winter sports that didn't complete their championships uh, we're going to discuss that, and that's that's going to be an ongoing discussion with the SEC and the NCAA. And that, to me, is going to be the single biggest uh, spider web that the NCAA is going to have to navigate is is the eligibility question. Because not only do you have roster limits, but you've also got funding, uh, scholarship funding. And not every situation is the same for example just throw out lsu baseball 25 man roster limit 11.7 scholarships lsu's got two seniors let's say hypothetically the nca says okay matt beck and aaron george you can come back for another year play your senior year and then you can maintain your 25 man roster limit plus those two guys all right well lsu's at 27 what if a school had seven seniors nine seniors are you going to let a school play with 35 play 34 35 players have have an additional 10 players on their roster now you're talking about the dynamics not being what and what and then what about programs that can't afford to pay scholarships for an additional two five eight ten players there, there are some gigantic questions still that have to be answered, and that is that is something I do not envy with the NCAA because I don't think that there is a cut-and-dried, real easy answer. Um, here was Woodward, though, talking about the latest on athlete eligibility. So we could be from here till 6 o'clock tonight going through scenarios on that. It, it, these are going to be discussed at, at higher levels. They're going to be discussed in committees with individual sports and what and how we treat them. Uh, uh, but my... Uh, my advocacy is going to be for all of our 
student athletes, freshmen through uh, senior that they get uh, their year back, but how we count them and what we do, all that's to be determined. That is just a, a giant, sticky situation. Um, and I, I don't envy the people that have to make those decisions. And the reality is there isn't a, a great decision. There isn't a great answer. And uh, it's I, I think collectively we'll all just have to look and say, you know, when when that time comes and that becomes the the thing that's important that we're discussing, we're all collectively probably just going to have to say that's just the way it's going to be in this short window. There isn't the best way. You know, post Katrina when LSU had to play a, a game on a Monday night and Tennessee flew in the day of the game, that wasn't ideal, but it was just the best of a lot of bad options, and you went with it. So that's probably what's going to happen in this situation. There's going to be a lot of bad options, and, and not. And it's not to say it's anybody's fault. It's just when when you're talking about this, there aren't good options. So you try to make the best decision among a bad, a bad, a collectively overwhelmingly bad situation. As we wrap up a Tuesday edition of the Locked On LSU podcast, NFL free agency in full swing, and uh, how about a major kudos to former LSU defensive lineman Michael Brockers, who reached a three-year, thirty million dollar deal with the Baltimore Ravens. That includes $21 million guaranteed. So uh, the Ravens are emphasizing defensive line. Uh, they add Brockers one day after trading for um, Calais Campbell on the defensive line at defensive end. So this is a team that, with Lamar Jackson, was on the, uh, the precipice last year uh, of reaching the Super Bowl and uh, they came up short in the playoffs, the Ravens did, and they're looking to fortify. So congrats to Brockers, who, uh, man, was a first-round draft pick of the Rams. And then in 2016, signed a three-year, $33 million contract with uh, with Los Angeles. In eight seasons, all with, uh, with, the, with St. Louis slash L.A. Rams, 344 tackles, 23 sacks, 52 quarterback hits, two forced fumbles, and remember, you know, he was playing alongside some elite talent there with guys like Ndamukong Sue and certainly Aaron Donald on that defensive line as well. But good for Michael Brockers to cash in in a big way now. Heading across the country, kid from Texas who played at LSU, got drafted by St. Louis, then the franchise moved to L.A., and now he's signed with the Baltimore Ravens. But congrats to Michael Brockers, former LSU Tiger, who I've said many times was the um, really – the catalyst for LSU changing the way it recruited and treated underclassmen because you know they signed Michael Brockers. He redshirted as a redshirt freshman in 2010. He played sort of a sparing re- reserve role. And then in 2011, he blew up and became a, a, a first-round draft pick, and LSU really only got one full season from Brockers. And after that, Les Miles kind of changed his approach, and he said, we're going to play freshman, and it became sort of a three years and we'll get you to the league type approach. And you know, in some respects, that worked, but in many respects, it wound up uh, costing LSU a lot of guys as uh, early defections to the draft kind of became the story of the LSU football program. But Brockers very much was uh, the catalyst for a lot of that uh, because he blew up in his one real full season as a starter at LSU. But he has made the most of it in an eight-year career, and now he'll play at least three more um, at $30 million with uh, $21 million guaranteed with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, when we return tomorrow, any more uh, NFL free agency news involving former LSU Tigers, you know we'll have it for you. Until then, Locked in LSU, your team every day.